Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Left Turns and Loud Noises, the official start of the 2021 season. Season 3 is a Daytona 500 preview episode. I am your host, the ever-going-to Daytona, Anthony Dietrich. I am joined, as always, by my partner in crime, the former mayor of Danger Bay, Kevin Costello. What's good, my dude? It's good, man. It was great to see you a couple days ago. Enjoyed yeah. that, uh, the Buccaneers Super Bowl parade and uh, <laughs> ready for some racing. Dude, so good. Kevin got to show me around his uh, hometown of Safety Harbor, a.k.a. Danger Bay, and what a cute little area. Like, (laughs) honestly, I didn't even know it existed in the Tampa Bay region, and I was very happy. He took me to a nice little pizza place. We'll get into that in a minute. Um, I also have Jeremy Methfield back on the podcast, the former president of R-NASCAR. What's up, dude? You ready to uh, curse some drivers this year? I am. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. The mic sounds better, by the way. You got you got some. Well, I'm actually on. on a. Well, I'm actually on a computer. I got a laptop. I got uh, headphones and a mic piece that I use for eye racing that I can't use for eye racing because my <laughs> mouth broke. And so I'm just kind of. I was like, eh, I'll repurpose it and use it for actual good this time. Yeah. You've been enjoying Daytona week. Uh, always. It's uh. Eye rating <laughs> taking a dump. Oh no no I I can't play my 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 desk broke. Woof! I'm sorry, man. R.I.P uh methy's desk y'all want to start a gofundme for him that would be wonderful so boys we had the week of speed so far and what like what are we thinking first impressions the clash was fun like that was a uh, wacky race on the uh, right course first yeah, impression well, the me, clash was, needs to be on a weekend on the oval uh <laughs> I, I knew that coming in and i still think that coming out it got saved by a robo-esque finish but <laughs> it wasn't as fun because the two guys that wrecked each other are best friends, so it's not like they were going to try to kill each other like Truex did to uh, Jimmy Johnson. I mean, hey, it was a lot of fun, and it was honestly kind of ironic the way it ended, considering that was literally the way that Ryan Blaney got his yeah. hand at, at the Roval, so it was even right. funnier the fact that Kyle Bush just sneaks in there. Yeah, I, I was. I had fun. I don't even I care what, told what my you dad about that. While they were going through the infield portion on the final lap i said kyle bush is going to win this race and sure enough <laughs> i think i, like, I, I, I know how the story they, ends i think yeah. as soon as they got onto the speedway after the infield section i'm like kyle bush is is digging like these guys are going to mess up somehow oh, yeah. yeah it was almost so obvious but still at the same time some of the funniest shit i've ever seen like i nope. love when racing just gets wacky like that on the last <laughs> lap and the fact that we knew that two cars can't fit through that final chicane because it's too narrow it was almost obvious that someone was going to get the the worst of the of of that and unfortunately ryan blaney got it yeah the uh the one good thing though um looking forward to the actual road course race weekend is the low downforce package uh is so much better Uh, yes I i think it was a better race than the the race in uh what august last year yeah road course so that that is nice so that is something to look forward to as well I mean, yeah, definitely for the, like, I agree with you that I do like having the clash on the weekend, but obviously with the COVID and everything, like they have to condense these things. I mean, shit, we got practice for the first time in 320 something days. No, they, like, they announced we've gotten the, blessings, the road course, honestly, this speed weeks. They announced the road course change before uh, COVID even took over. Well, I know that I, I, I do understand that, but either way, it's like, 
you know, we definitely, but they were going to do the road course on the weekend, regardless of whether or not they were doing the road course, if I recall. But they were also supposed to have the next gen car too. So the uh, road yeah, course, this was supposed to be the debut. Yeah, the road course clash was supposed to be like a uh, send off to uh, mm-hmm. Gen whatever it was. I feel like I mean I've seen it talked about before. I think after like everything got pushed back, they sort of said, "All right, Clash, fuck it, we're running it on the uh, the oval again next year." If you mm-hmm. want to try it, pr- don't. But if I don't know, like this year. Should have been on the oval. Lucky we had a good yeah. finish, and that's really all about I can say about the clash. I mean, I've I, I can't remember who accidentally leaked it, but someone leaked how much money they make in the clash, and it's just pennies compared to a, a normal race. I mean, it's it, it makes sense why they might have been wanting to run the road course because I have a feeling these cars were like maybe 2016, 2017 bodies in some cases. Like the road course cars, you don't use more than twice a year, but now they have to really manage it with the amount that they've added but at the same time it's like it makes sense compared to a super speedway car which i assume probably costs more oh for Just sure if, from a if you win it's great if yeah. you win it's great but the 20 cars that get wadded up means just throw them and jump just take something out of the junkyard put it into the clash on the super speedway throw it away afterwards and hopefully you don't come out hurt that's all you can hope for with the clash but on a road I, course it was at least somewhat of a uh, I don't want to say an equalizer where everybody had a somewhat better mm-hmm. chance, except if you're, you know, in a Hendrick Chase car, Elliot. of course. <laughs> but uh, there weren't as many tore up cars as there had been in the past. I mean, what, six cars finished last year and three of them were held together by duct tape and hope? Yeah, I mean, I still, I still don't know how Eric Jones's car didn't just explode coming to the finish line. Good it's tape. Still a mystery to me. Yeah, tape, great yeah. tape. Gorilla glue, why not? Um... <laughs> I mean, listen, I, definitely the race was amplified by the fact that it, they, they were practicing for the Bristol Dirt Race as well on the back straightaway. I don't know what was going that on. Was that was awesome. Yeah. But <laughs> there's an old saying that the leader cleans the track for the rest of the field, and Martin Church Jr. found that out the hard way. And honestly, it added a little bit more excitement. There was no doubt in my mind. Churix probably was the second fastest car compared to Chase Elliott. And honestly, I would have liked to have seen Chase run down Truex at the end. I mean, but Truex literally had a penalty in the middle of the race drove back up to the front and should have probably won that. And honestly, he forgot a shirt, chicane. Yeah, the, 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 he got a 1X right through there. And it just he ended up eating the wall. It was funny. But it, it still made for a very exciting finish. And, I mean, yeah, definitely next week, if they could do maybe the road course at night, I think it adds to the fact less visibility, um, less grip, because the track is uh, cooler. I think it would be a lot more fun, honestly, than having a day road course racer, especially considering how freaking hot it was last year. But again, that was in August, so it's a little I nicer. I think the weather's in the low 70s, uh, high 60s this weekend. I don't know why, but seeing them cars go through the infield section at so night nice. and just the rotors ex- exploding, but just insta-glowing mm-hmm. was like, oh, that's sexy. Yeah. yeah, the rotors look so nice at night. Like, oh, God. Just overall, I had fun with the Clash. I mean, it's a dumb event, but it, it's my dumb event, okay? <laughs> I think that's fair. Fair. <laughs> Um, okay, so moving, moving on, yeah, we had, I mean, two dual races that were just absolute barnstormers, no mass mm-hmm. chaos, which was nice too. Um, just two like really solid races, and it just it, this package give NASCAR all the criticism you want. Package. Okay, they, they make a mean super speedway package, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> But, no, uh, honestly, yeah, they almost—they also don't know when to throw a caution for a car pretty much parked on the backstretch that could have resulted in a fatal crash. But that's, <laughs> that's more of Garrett Cope and Rick, Rick Rick Ware Racing's issue than uh, the NASCAR. But still, that we got we got lucky last night, but it made for some good TV because Austin Dillon put the uh, how would you call it a crossover spin move on a Bubba comes slingshot engage. Yeah, that was slingshot prey that Kyle Busch has not caught up to Bubba's d- bumper. Yeah, because <laughs> if insane. Kyle Busch is any closer to Bubba, Austin Dillon's getting sent to the moon. Oh, it's like Miguel oh, yeah. Paluto in that truck race where he like yeah, hit the wall and does I a mean, full like seven twenty in the air. There was almost nothing Bubba could do. Like I think Bubba made the right move trying to block Dillon coming off four, but Dillon had so- when you come off turn four, you have so much momentum on that top lane. It's just like that's the winning move. And don't even like I wouldn't even be surprised come Sunday if that's where the winning move comes from. Because like back in the day, you had to like set it up on the back straightaway. You literally can wait till turn four to set it up. Now it's amazing. That 
that finish of Duel 2 was the exact same thing that happened at the end of the 500 last year, except mm-hmm. Bubba didn't go down in front of uh, Dylan. I, I mean, he almost wrecked him, though, but they did make contact coming to the line. He did. I'm just saying, like, Newman, like, the reason he got spun off of Blaney is because Blaney just had so much momentum, and he couldn't, oh, he's yeah. not going to, you know, lift on the final lap, whereas Bubba just yeah, said... Course. You go yeah, by, we'll, I'll try, we'll I'll try to side draft you, which you did a good job of, but it, mm-hmm. it went a little haywire. because It was too little, too late. Yeah. Speaking of side draft, someone who did get it right was state was a dual one winner, Eric Almirola. I mean, we can't, yeah. like, we are almost forgetting that was just as good of a finish between him yeah. and Logano. And it's, like, when, it's like he went into his car, pressed the brake pedal for him, and just <laughs> drove past him. It's like, I it was, can't wow, believe how good that air is. Did. Air is amazing. I love it. I want to what? say it was 10 years ago. I know Jeff Burton won one of the duels, and the other yes. one was like a photo finish as well. This is probably the best. That was 2011, I want to say, honestly, yeah. when they this... were doing the crazy-ass uh, Yeah. This is probably drive. the best combo of finishes of it's, the duels since it's then. It's definitely been one of the better ones in a while. And going yeah. back to that first race, with that Logano move, that actually ended up screwing over Ty Dillon getting into the transfer spot. We haven't even gotten into that yet, the fact of like, this was the first race that we've had in a long time in the duels where there were actually stakes for making into the 500. How many cars went home? Six? Four. Four. Last Four. year's Suarez well, it got felt like more. Yeah, I think it was just because bigger names. Like, I mean, Suarez was the only one last year. The other two were shit boxes. But mm-hmm. this year, I mean. It felt a lot more. Like Ty Dillon this year. Noah Gregson, those are cars that, like, Probably don't have the the speed where the straight up win, but in the draft, mm-hmm. man, I mean, we've seen what that sixty two car can do at a super speedway track. Oh it? yeah, it can go, it can go to the lead and go flying a second later. You never exactly. It's great. Um, what was I going to say? I believe that Ty Dillon is the highest finishing driver in a duel not to make the Daytona five hundred. I believe he finished in sixth, and mm-hmm. the only other driver to miss the five hundred finishing the um in the top ten, I believe, was Robbie Gordon in two thousand seven. The funny um, thing is Ty Dillon theoretically can end up with more um, points coming out of the, the Daytona yeah. 500 than Chase Elliott. Because if Chase Elliott finishes mm-hmm. like 40th to 36, you only get one point, And then oh, yeah. Ty Dillon already has five. So like... Yeah, Ty Dillon is already <coughs> in, a, in a better position than any driver that's finishing 40th through 36th. So. Which in a weird way might be enough to get them. I don't know what their plans are. I think they're trying to run the road course next week. Um, yeah, so. So that might be enough to get them the guaranteed entry. I honestly doubt them that they will that they will uh, put Ty Dillon in the car again for that. Agreed. But, yeah. you know, at the same time, depending on the situation of where the car is finished for the 500, yeah, that might be an advantage going into the road course. And potentially the rest of the season if they can find sponsorship. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. It is very strange seeing three Bass Pro Shop cars for three yeah. different teams, almost three <laughs> different manufacturers. I mean, even if you consider them um, the Xfinity Series, yeah, four different teams with the same sponsor. Johnny just loves throwing money. Yeah, Johnny, Johnny's a good guy. <laughs> he just loves throwing money at NASCAR. I love it. But, um, yeah, I would love to see that 96. That was probably the best-looking Bass Pro car out of that all. That was a nice one. Well, Austin Dillon's just Austin a little bit better in victory lane. But, yeah. I, I will say, I've discussed this with my friends, we don't like Martin Shurix Jr.'s because boats and ATVs just do not mix on the side panel. or the, Agreed. It looks very strange, and yeah. I don't know. Turex got the short end of the uh, the paint schemes this year. It seems, <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Overall, very fun race. Un- I, unfortunately, uh, yeah, you talked about it. Noah Grax and and Garrett Smithley having a fantastic battle ended up getting taken out with four to go, and it, it's been a big debate on NASCAR who was at fault. And personally, me, you know, here on the podcast, I always love Garrett Smithley because he was our first guest. I don't think Garrett did anything really uh, too egregious. Yeah, he went for a gap that closed quickly, but Brad Keselowski also came up the track. That's a multitude of issues that didn't help the case at all. Initially, uh, I thought it was 100% Smithly. Mm-hmm. It after, looked bad at After reviewing, I think it's 50% him, 50% Keselowski. He went down, Keselowski came up. So it's kind of, I mean, it's stereotypical, just one, is, them, is, just one of them yeah. racing deals, but like it's... It still took out Gregson, who probably should have made the field, and Justin Haley and uh, Kelly are going to make their or not Justin Haley, uh, yeah, Casgrala and Kelly who are going also to make their first NASCAR Cup Series race. So that's mm-hmm. really cool for that team. I'm super excited for Kaz. I mean, obviously, you know, one of the greatest moments of my life last year was the five minutes that Casgrala led the Daytona Road Course. I mean, that was an electric <laughs> factory at the track. Right. So 
seeing Kaz, and that 16 does look good, but, I mean, he, he managed to get in there with a broken car. So good on him not giving up. I mean, that was a pretty – that could have been much worse on the back straightaway. Apparently, Anthony Alfredo ended up uh, just not remembering how brakes work. So that's uh Yeah, I was wondering what happened there. Yeah, I, I apparently I think Brett Griffin is his spotter. Shouts out, and um, he was just saying that Alfredo didn't stop, and then made an eye racing joke because why not? Nice, nice. Uh, I, uh, what else? So looking for anything else from the duels? I mean, you already said it, but Derek Cope, please, yeah. please NASCAR eject him. He's he's yeah. sixty two years old with a with no with a complete disregard for human life almost got destroyed on the last lap by Bubba who sent it three wide and a little bit of controversy because honestly upon review it looked like Bubba went a little below the yellow line but I call it the junior discrepancy uh <laughs> if he's a star he's gonna get the call and Bubba yep. in my opinion is a star so I agree you know way to put it <laughs> so I, I mean hey would they anything? call that on Sunday though Kevin in your opinion no no Methy. No. That was going for a spot. He was already side by side. They were mm-hmm. what millimeters apart. Yeah, there was a line God there. It was fall. just a. They didn't. He didn't go down there to advance his position. He went down to avoid contact. Oh yeah, no, he would during, have absolutely destroyed Truex if he just stayed behind him, and that would have actually have injured Derek Cope at that point. Yeah, he started the move above the line, and then kind of he didn't get forced down there, but it was like. No, they're mm-hmm. gonna. That's a discrepancy call. They're gonna be like, no, that wasn't intentional. Let them race. Yeah, yeah. I think something like that. If you're calling that, you got to call everything. Mm-hmm. So I think before we move on to picks for uh, the 500, uh, I want to just talk real quick about what we saw at New Smyrna this this week. Because I don't know if you've watched any of those races, but oh my god, there have been some really really good racing there. Yeah, they recreated the wide uh, finish for the win in Arca, man. The 1959 Daytona 500 finish, three wide at the line. Dude, sick. unbelievable. I mean, I want to go to New Smyrna very, very badly now. Um, that's the I only just... short track that I've been to, and I... Really? Matthew, oh, you went last like... year. That's right. Matthew, I don't know yeah, if but... you have experienced this, or if it was just me, or maybe you're used to it, but, like, you sit... Or I sat in the turns, and, like, the cars go by, and then, like, five seconds later, you just get hit by this massive blast of wind. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> that's just yes. a thing. It's that's awesome. a thing. It's... <laughs> Even on a short track, air yeah. with them spoilers, yeah. you don't even realize how much air they're actually moving right. until you get blasted in the face five seconds later after car goes past. But I was like, no. that is the coolest thing that I didn't even know. So I want to go to more short tracks just because, just to feel that again, just to feel something. As uh, <laughs> you know, Kevin confirmed does not have feelings. And I'm pretty sure I mentioned this before. Especially, I think it was last year talking about New Smyrna where I fell through the grandstands there as a kid. Oh what? yeah, I can see that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was Matthew, the old grand. The it was they, they had old wooden grandstands, and yeah, the oh my uh, God. the so benches cool. were like you know a, yep. what twelve by two. They still have those like, three and four. Yeah, but like the the where you walk is yep. like an eight by one, yep. and I'm a little kid bouncing around, not paying attention, and whoop, down I go. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so glad that, you know, you weren't seriously injured from that, but oh my, like, seriously, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was, it was, uh, it was entertaining. And there's also a little, uh, the, the main grandstands on, on the front stretch, they have a change in pitch where just like 10 mm-hmm. rows up, it gets a little bit steeper. And my grandpa and I were sitting there one time and just right at it, and we were just counting people tripping going up because we're not paying attention to the change in the mm-hmm. picture just like i want to sit there trip i'm gonna look That's, over there trip yeah, it was so double digits it was hilarious yeah were you guys just counting for points at that point oh yeah it's like hey there's a race going on trip no i'm gonna watch the people fall 10 points 20 points people oh, watching is a very fun uh nail the landing nail the landing eight points eight points i will say the first time i went back to a uh a race at the roval I saw a guy with three to go. He fell down the flight of stairs at <laughs> Charlotte, like fucking five rows. Sick. Like <laughs> dude, people watching at races can be very interesting, especially when they have a little bit of boot. You never know what you're really going to see. You mm-hmm. really don't. A um, couple years ago in Chicagoland, I thought a guy was dead on the, uh, the backstretch hill in the infield. He was just laying there like ambulances came. It's like, uh, did he die? Did he trip? Did he just have too much liquid courage? What happened? And it was also 112 <laughs> degrees. So. Oh, it's disgusting. Yeah. yeah, it was a recipe for disaster, and he nailed it. God, I, I, I'm so grateful. I, I, 
Oh, Chicago Land at Night must have been such a blessing for you. It was. It was so amazing. And then they changed it back to day, and it's just like, you guys are stupid. And now the track's not there, so go figure. I mean, the track's there. But <laughs> the track's the races, there, but... but... Yeah, yeah, sorry about that. No, no need to get you too upset right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm upset as it is. It'll be all right. Anyways, so yeah, moving on then to our picks. So real quick, apparently I have decided that I'm going to um, once again try and do the Daytona triple play. I started as only going to the truck race tonight. Uh, we're recording on Friday, by the way. So started with only going to the truck race tonight. Then it turned into my friend saying, hey, do you want to go to the Xfinity race? So now I'm going to the Xfinity race on Saturday. And then it turned into, oh, by the way, I think I have an extra ticket for you for the 500. Do you want to go to the 500? So all that from just being like, I'm just going to stay in Daytona one day to now I'm not leaving till Monday. <laughs> So, hey, I'll be able to once again tell you what the atmosphere is like. So next next week's episode should be fun. Hopefully, it doesn't rain too much. But knowing Florida, it'll yeah. Knowing Florida, know. you're screwed. I mean, when it's I went there to. in August, you could see over by New, New Smyrna, it was raining and lightning was striking, and they didn't call anything. So it really just depends on the discrepancy of the track. But um, anyways, oh, real quick, um, speaking of rain and everything, y'all see the jet dryer? Line? Oh yeah. We didn't even talk about that. Yeah, that was, that was hilarious. Fun. That's not the first time it's happened. I want to say it happened last year at some point. It happened in Talladega, but they didn't fall down the entire track. So this was a problem last year where um, I think it was Dega Spring. It was raining, and one of the jet dryers just fell from the top. And like he at least caught it, but this guy, he ended up just jacking the brakes. And the, um, what is it, the trailer hitch just dug itself into the track. Like, I mean, they showed a video of it. It was dug in there. Yeah. And they got it fixed really quickly, though. I mean, good on them. It was part of the surface that wasn't raced on. That's the, But it is part of the track where they might be merging a little bit. I, maybe. It, it was turn three, or was it turn one? Yes. It was yes. three. <laughs> three. Yeah. Okay, so that's not too bad. Then either way, though, good on getting that fixed. I mean, at least the thing didn't explode. You know, we won't make any... Montoya jokes here, but so before we get to our 500 picks, I do want to say at 3:30 today. So today is Friday the 12th. We have the most electric qualifying of the year coming. Yeah, besides like you know, like Indy 500 and stuff like that. But there are 46 (laughs) trucks vying Mm. for 36 spots, Mm. and I am I have to work at 4:30, and I kind of want to show up a little bit late. I might, so I'll be driving at that yeah. point. I'm gonna see if I can put it in my car or something. I wish that my my dash had like a little video cam. Obviously, that would be very dangerous. But, correct um, me if I'm wrong, but I don't think that. there's guaranteed spots. In trucks. There is one guaranteed spot, Kevin. So, uh, is it the championship it, provisional? It is a championship provisional. Okay. Um, but honestly, so here's what Parker said: if it doesn't rain. They'll go with the top 30 on speed. Then 31 through 35, I believe, was on uh, provisional points from last year, I believe. Okay. And then 36 would be a potential um, past series champion. If there is not one, I believe it was then added another points provisional. But if it does rain and it is Florida, they will just say fuck it and put the top 40 in. So I don't know how Shoot, they decided what? that. Yes, I, dude, <laughs> what? Look it up. So that's a, listen, I, why not just have forty? I, I know, right? Like, just cut the middleman out. Put forty right? trucks in, you cowards. Interesting. I was gonna say so, it'd be. I don't normally pray the, for rain, but <laughs> quite the story if somehow um, Haley Deegan did not make the race tonight because of never happened. Yeah, that they'll, they'll would make up some rules. Happen. We'll make up a rule, a provisional, or something. It's no, she's in. She's I in. Would, she's going to be wrecked on lap five. Quite the story. Okay, so yeah, here we go. Parker's tweet: thirty-one spots on speed, five provisionals on owner points, with thirty-six spot to pass champion. If not in yet, if canceled, forty trucks will get in. We'll post owner point info in a bit, and I'm sure Parker's that's already so, tweeted that's that. That's so stupid. I don't. That's know. Why not just awesome. Have 40? I mean, yeah, that's, but why just, not just keep it at forty the whole time? Yeah. No, oh yeah. It. There's I a provisional it. for forty. Just go yeah, with forty. I, yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's it's weird, man. I don't I don't really get it. Um, I mean, hey, again, I don't normally pray for rain, but I might go outside and do a rain 
and I don't know. Now, like, I really the, do want 40 trucks, but I don't know which 40 trucks would make it. Right. So Does the same thing apply for uh, the Xfinity series? I think they have more than 40 cars showing up. I would assume that Pockers will tweet it. I mean, we love Bob. Oh, and what was it? Was it qualifying? Flash, the lights went. Yeah, and yeah. Gluck chasing him through the infield. Oh, Bob! my God. Bob! Bob! <laughs> awesome. I, I mean, Bob Pockers is an absolute treasure. I love yes. him so much. Okay. So, I, he hasn't uploaded the uh, owner's points yet, but I'm sure they'll be up soon. Either way, so, yeah, you're not kidding. That will be electric no matter what happens. Uh, yeah, and then we have so then we have the the race later tonight seven thirty. So I mean, do we want to make any predictions on that? I will say I pretty much chaos, chaos. Yeah, <laughs> you took the words out of my mouth. John Hunter, John Hunter, John Hunter, and then maybe Moffat. Like, Isn't Joe know, in Hunter it too? I think Joe's it. running. Yeah, Joe's in it. Oh man, please give me the father son combo at the front. That'll be hilarious. I will say I, outside of the twenty twelve Bush Clash or the whatever. Bud, bud shootout it was <laughs> yes. back then and the fall 2019 talladega race that we were at the <laughs> best race the best nascar race that i've seen in person was that truck race last year that was insane like jordan so anderson good. photo finish almost won it we I had the die cast we had the fire department car on fire that was yeah. hilarious uh natalie decker finishing fifth oh that's right is she racing? natalie decker finishing fifth is she racing this weekend? No, so she's I, I, is she in the Xfinity race? Can you? No, she's look... doing um the road course, I believe. Oh god, Xfinity road course. <laughs> god bless. I she's mean, not hey, a bad she... little road course racer. I'll give her credit. Okay, you're right. She did do GTE for a while in a Corvette, so she does actually have experience. It's not like they're just throwing her out there. To right, just... That makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah, honestly, I, she might be better at racing. So, I mean, hey, good for her making her debut. Either way, um. We got Haley Deegan making her debut. Well, um, she made her debut at Kansas last year. Thank you very much. Well, she's making her Super Speedway debut, so get <laughs> fucked, Kevin. Well, she made her Super Speedway debut last year in ARCA. I'm going to fucking slop you through the phone, okay? <laughs> well, you lost your chance. Could have done that Wednesday. Yeah, well, I'll see you in a couple weeks. Anyways, um, so then we got tomorrow, uh, which is going to be a lot of fun. We have the ARCA race and the Xfinity. And let me just say this before. I, want, I just want to rant real quick. Out of the top three series, the Xfinity actually, I think their package might be the worst for Super Speedway, but it's still good. But it's literally amplified by the fact that I think there's only 15 good drivers in Xfinity that have enough experience to know what they're doing at a Super Speedway and not want to run single file the whole time. Because you notice whenever they try and get a side-by-side, something, yeah, I mean, and usually running, Brandon Jones is involved, happens. They're running a similar package to what we saw um in 2018 with the cup series where it's just, okay. it's low down yeah, for it's so it's tough it's it's not like the the super suck package that we, we get in cups so mm-hmm. yeah it's not it's it's a different style of player i think it's more less chaos i guess but it's the xfinity series that doesn't count because there's always chaos it's it's honestly like who can hold on for dear life, but yeah, the low downforce doesn't help them. I think also the experience of the drivers doesn't really help them, but yeah. either way, I'm still looking forward to it. The Arca race, and I mean, I'm debating whether or not I want, but that that package for Arca is is, yeah. is cheeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But alas, yeah. is it is it is it time for Methy to put some curses on? It's time. Methy, you have to curse your drivers. So, again, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to season three of our championship, our, I'm sorry, weekly driver picks. So, if you are new to the podcast, I would, uh, I'll give you a quick rundown. So, basically, you pick a dark horse, a sleeper, and a favorite. A favorite is the driver that you think is like hands down, put money on it, can't lose bet, is going to win the race. They get they have the possibility of getting the most points out of anyone. There are points based on like where they finish from like top five, top ten, all that stuff. And you can get negative points if your driver stinks as a favorite. Mm-hmm. So you gotta be careful. You then got your sleeper, the driver you think might be able to win, but you're not super confident in. Someone like an Almarola, Austin Dillon, Tyler Reddick, Christopher Bell hasn't won a race yet. We don't know if he's actually good yet. Guys like that. And they can score points. They can lose points, but they can't score as much if you win. I think that the, the limit for them is, I think, 25? I have to look this back up. 
Then and they rig the points, so it's whatever. I don't wants. rig the points, yeah. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> then you have your dark horses. These are like the guys that how the hell are they winning? We had two dark horse winners last year, back to back. Cole Custer, which I believe you picked, Kevin, and then Austin Dillon, who I picked. Or did... either way, we had those back to back. So drivers like that that you don't expect to win at all, maybe not even get a top fifteen. You pick those. Either A, they could surprise you, especially super speedways, or they can just end up getting you a really good points day, which is actually how Alex ended up catching back up, I noticed, because he kept doing Christopher Bell. And then when I told him he can't pick Christopher Bell anymore, he started picking drivers that were really good at getting good finishes for dark horses. So Alex ended up finishing in second. We don't have Alex today. I'll get his picks later, and I'll post them on Twitter. But um, if you guys want to play along, I will be posting our point system and uh, the driver's list on Twitter on Saturday morning, I believe. I'm going to try and do that. So, yeah, if you guys want to play along, feel free. I know that your buddy, uh, Methy Captain Enigma, has talked about uh, wanting to do it. I know our friend Nate wants to do it. So we have a couple of guys that, uh, and again, if you beat us in the regular season, I'm letting you host an entire episode of this podcast. Like, on God, on baby, no cap. On baby. On baby. On the baby. I don't um, want to know. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, so Methy, since you are here with us right now, I would love to know, who is your dark horse to win the Daytona 500? Oh, uh, Brown Eye Girl from Reddit's going to be really mad at me for this one because uh, <laughs> my dark horse is going to be Austin Sindrick. Sick. <laughs> Woo! Dude. By the way, Kevin, you were um, texting the group chat about how nice that car looked. It is mwah, chef's kiss. It's so sexy. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Man. I, I, I'd love to take that car home and bring it to my parents. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, Kevin, so who are you picking as your dark My dark horse is going to be the, the one guy that you can pick four times a year as a dark horse and forget about him the rest of the year. And that's no other than Michael McDowell. Mhm. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a good. P- Didn't he have a top? Think so. I think so. Yeah. He yeah. was. He was. Oh no! I'm thinking of David Reagan, who is I in the Daytona 500. Yeah. So yeah. my pick for my dark horse, I could pick David Reagan. I think I did last year, but I'm gonna stay away from that because one of my favorite drivers has decided to come out of retirement, and I'm picking no other than little Jamie Baby in the '77. I am so excited because Jamie McMurray is a fucking menace on on super speedways. You think Ricky Stenhouse is bad? This mm-hmm. man literally has has done it all, man. He's won the Daytona 500. He's won in Talladega. He won in a photo finish during the July race. He has had his car on top of Ryan Newman's like hood to hood, and he has flipped so many more times than I can count right now. Give me Jamie crash or bus or winner bus winner whatever he's gonna he's gonna be up there one way or another yeah but for how long <laughs> that's the real question how long can that uh, it is a good looking car fire cars look good yeah um okay so Methy who's your sleeper uh, I'm looking at the list here right now and and uh, I just I want to pick. It doesn't matter who I pick, they're going to crash. So, uh, Ryan Priest. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shouts out Ryan Priest, though. He, he has a fast car, man. He's had a, he's had a big week. What, what, I would call that car a piss missile, honestly. That thing I is would fast. Yeah. God bless. Yeah, what All did right. he, he finish? Whatever in the duel, and then what, hauled he, ass he over to New Smyrna and won? He, he knocked Ty Dillon out of the duel, honestly. I mean, Joey Logano didn't help with the block there, but... I mean, Priest was fast because he was just chilling in the back the whole race, and he came right up there and said, bet, I'll win this anyways. And then he went to New Smyrna and won yeah, a lot of oh, race starting from the back. So I'm going to go ahead like and just – two races there that week too. I like, hope he's got him. that good momentum, positive energy moving forward, and I hope I don't kill his uh, positivity. <laughs> we literally talk about how good Kyle Larson is at dirt, but I honestly raise the fact that Ryan Priest is better at modifieds. Like, it's unbelievable how, how freaking talented he is on the short track scene. Yes. Well, all That's right. a fair argument. I'll give you that. Um, okay, Kevin. Champa Bay, once again, <laughs> Eric Almarola. <laughs> Dude, what a fucking like six months for Champa Bay. Right it's been now. good. I mean Bolts Championship, Rays AL East, uh, or AL champions, yeah. Bucks Super Bowl in the hometown, and now Eric Almarola. 
Yeah. City of Champions. So we, as tamp- Tamponians, whatever we're called. Uh, um, you need to work yeah, on it, that. I do. Yeah, I don't it, like it's that been, It's been good. I mean, I, I mean, call he's, myself a soggy Obviously, resident. he has a fast car. I feel like Almirola usually stays out of trouble, too, which is big. And because, I mean, I don't know what the over under on cautions is going to be for this race, but it's going to hit the over. Yeah, probably. I mean, <laughs> the he's, one, he's one that stays clean. So I, I got to go with him. Yeah. Austin I, Dillon I, I, begs I to differ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just don't he be still got like a top 15 that race. I can, I can deal with that. <laughs> All right. So for my sleeper. I am going to go with the man that got me a lot of points last year, and he's good for about six races a year, but this is definitely one of them. Give me Chris Busher. And by the way, that fastball car is sexy. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. That looks so good. It might be the best-looking one they've had since maybe it was on Carl Edwards' car in the 99. So, shout I was thinking Roush. Christopher, or not Christopher Bell, Chris, Chris Busher could literally be leading coming into turn three on that final lap, and I would still forget he existed. Uh, it's like Chris Busher is just there, but you don't remember he's there, and I love yes. it because he's just, he is the ultimate sleeper. Right. All right. <laughs> do we, Matthew, do we have you still? I'm still here. Yeah, daughter, daughter's uh, on lunch break from, no, she oh, had a half day today. Oh, home. nice. Lucky her. Home e learning. Gotta love it. <laughs> that's nice All for right, homie so, learning to give half Friday for uh, Speed Week weekend. That's very nice. I know, Honestly, right? I wish I had that. Right now. I wish I had that when I was a kid because I had mm-hmm. to skip school to go to the truck races on Friday. <laughs> I don't know why in the world when I was in elementary school we would get half days on Thursday. I thought that was solid. Like that never made any sense to me. Yeah, because teachers need to day drink. Yes. Yeah, Friday. Yes. I was their we recovery were day. Oh, we were sitting God. next to at the parade on. Uh, or standing next to, we were next to a online teacher who lived in Tampa but taught kids in Washington, D.C., and she literally said, I'm taking off today. Someone else can teach them. I'm partying. <laughs> it was yeah, awesome. I, I we gave her jello shots. Of... She took that like an absolute champ. God bless. So nice. <laughs> Oh Teachers God. can I, drink. Yes, sir. Man, <laughs> my my high school ex's uh, sister-in-law was a teacher, and every Gasparilla, she would show us up. Nice. Like, oh, my goodness. Teachers, teachers know how to party, and it gets me thinking when I was a kid in elementary school when my teachers wouldn't show up on a Wednesday or Thursday, what was going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so who now we get to the big uh, portion of it. Who are we picking to win the Daytona 500? I'm going first, and you're yes. going to hate me for this one. You're at- yeah, I am. I already know what you're picking. Three-peat for Denny Hamlin. So that means Denny Hamlin's in the wall by lot 20. And the curse lives on. Not see, yet. This we'll is, see. So this is anyway, why I didn't I, want to. Ex- explain I'll... the curse. Do you want me to explain the curse? No, or please, Matthew. This is your curse. Please explain. All I right. ain't touching the thing. So my curse. I don't know how it started, why it started, what I did wrong in a previous life, but apparently I have this juju that is just contagious. Uh, last season, it was, hey, who's your favorite? I'd pick someone who I thought was going to do well. They're wrecked by lap four. I thought someone who was going to, you know, dark horse, do well. No, they taken out the favorites on lap 10. Mm-hmm. Ricky Stenhouse at Day- uh, Darlington. First race back, three-month yeah. break. I'm taking Ricky Stenhouse. He didn't make it to turn two. <laughs> and it's just little ones. I think during the Indy 500 last year, I mentioned um, Alexander Rossi. Yep. Oh, yeah. Here he comes. He's coming back. Go, Alexander. And he's wrecked. It's like... Yep. I, Yep. Like, wasn't it Bristol last year? All three of your picks were taken out in like one crash. In one crash, yes. Yeah. Coming in, coming in out of the turn two. One of mine hit the wall, came down, collected another, and then eight seconds later, here comes my dark horse. Like, I want to get out on it too. <laughs> Leave it. The, one of my favorite radioactive quotes of all, of all time. I think it was at a Bristol race, uh, 2016 or 17. Larson, he was in a wreck. And Brian Scott comes by like ten seconds later. He's like, "Leave it, leave it to Brian Scott to be the guy that says, hey, I want to be a part of the crash too.' And that has forever <laughs> stuck with me. It's so forty-four ever. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, Kevin or oh, Methy, actually, you still haven't given us a pick. So no, he said oh, Hamlin. I said Hamlin. Yeah, okay, my bad. So. Yeah, hopefully the Methy curse ends this year. I'm, I'm really hoping this is the year it happens. I think you only had two wins last year. 
You got Bowman right. I got Bowman out of nowhere, and you guys laughed at me. Well, I did laugh at you because like, he wasn't a he wasn't a guy I'd ever favored at that point. Now, homie's got the fastest car at Daytona, barring any uh, engine changes before Sunday. I'm gonna go. I I did kind of want to pick Hamlin for the story, but just going off statistics, I don't see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say another guy who I think we will have another multi Daytona 500 champ. And this guy, Ooh. I mean, he's just shown nothing but speed. It's a pretty obvious pick. Penske's fast, especially with Cendric getting in the field. I think that's another part of the formula that'll get Logano his second 500 win. I really hope not, but at the same time, yeah, he looks—he always looks so fast. I feel like Logano absolutely always dominates the duels. It's usually a race that he doesn't even have any help. So, but it depends how Penske works. So now Penske technically, technically has five drivers. Uh, That's with, what I'm saying. Like I wouldn't yeah. take the Penske guy, but now that they have that fifth driver, Ford's already stacked in numbers, and I just think it makes sense. Yeah, that's a good pick, honestly. You could pick any of the Penske guys, and I'd say great yeah. job. Um, so for my favorites, I'm going on the opposite spectrum of the large teams. I'm going to go with someone who is finally going to get his first Daytona 500. He's already won at, at the week of speed. He looked very good in his race. Give me Kyle Busch getting... His first ever dub. Because what would be more funny than Kyle Busch bowing to a 30,000 person crowd at the Daytona 500? It would be very, very Kyle Busch at, at that point. See, so I, I want to see Bush and Kozlowski. Like, I love the storyline of them not winning. And I would hate for their first win to be in front of a reduced crowd. Like, I'd love to yeah, see the reaction. Especially maybe at the end of career, like final season, Kyle Busch, like what, 10 years from now, he finally gets that 500 win and you just hear an eruption of cheers like, wow, the peak of turning face in the sport. I think, that I think would be very be... respectful. Cause, Same I mean, with Kozlowski, kind of. Kyle Busch is honestly the closest thing to like an intimidator type person oh, yeah. to have. I mean, he will absolutely get after you if he has an opportunity. So that would be romantic as hell. But at the same time, I mean, you look at how good that team is and... Listen, I watched practice for um, the Daytona 500, and those Toyotas, when they work together, are faster than any other team. So it w- And, like, we haven't even picked Bubba for this thing in any of our picks. And Bubba probably looks like the fastest of all of them. Just He, he looks fast, he needs but he needs to get control like of the car. That car he could is cause set the big up one on for, lap two. That, that car is set up for someone who is trying to drift around yes. the corners. Like, yes. that thing is bad loose. And I'm, sure I'm not, saying, I'm not even right. saying his name. I don't want that juju. <laughs> yeah, please don't nope. put that juju on. Nope. <laughs> um. Either way, like those Toyotas are, are bad fast this year. But I mean, dude, I did we pick a single Chevy in this thing? I think I picked McMurray and and Methy picked Priest. That's it. Like, not a lot of love for Chevy. And honestly, I just I don't know how they'll do in the race. They they didn't look very good. Besides, uh, Byron and and Bowman just basically putting on qualifying trim because yeah, everyone Byron's, race. Byron's to a backup car and Bowman yeah. has a somewhat spotty engine. So I'm not really, yeah, well, I really think Bowman was just bringing it in because he was a wreck. Um, but at the same time, it was like, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes come Sunday. That's going to be very interesting because Bowman is a damn good driver. Okay. So Kevin, you want to round out the field? So I can finish what I'm doing here. Yeah, let's send it. So, uh, anything else from this week that we missed? Uh, Fernando Alonso, Formula One mm-hmm. rookie, kind of not really uh, coming <laughs> into coming back this year. Unfortunately, got into a cycling accident uh, yesterday, but mm-hmm. they just announced today he had a fractured upper jaw. Which of if you're gonna fracture anything and like the recovery time, not horrible because they say he should be 100 percent or at least race okay for the start of the season in Bahrain next month mm-hmm. so that's good um obviously hate that that happened we've seen yeah, bike accidents be be much worse so luckily that he's not more injured um besides that Portimao is going to be the third F1 race of the season all Love that they need to it. do is cross, cross the T's dot the I's and we'll be good there um and Don't then, forget the lowercase J's. That's true. Yes, yeah, just like that's what we are. <laughs> um, and then besides that, IndyCar, trying to think. Uh, um, so Grosjean, we haven't talked about Grosjean officially now. Um, that's true. Yep. The Rick Ware, Dale Coyne racing driver. I think he's doing the 
He's not doing the full season, is he? He's or... doing the Jimmy Johnson route. All so, the, yeah, all the so he's courses. not doing any ovals yet. And I'm, they're thinking about it, though, because Grosjean probably does want to need to get him, like, into the car and feeling comfortable. But, I mean, wouldn't surprise me come next year if Jimmy and him are, are running full-time. But what a freaking rookie class we got in, in IndyCar right now. We got uh, McLaughlin, Jimmy, and uh, Grosjean. And I think we have another one as well um, thrown in the mix. I, I can't think of off the top of my head. I can... We'll have uh, our IndyCar analyst, Phil uh, Clark, back on here to talk a little bit of uh, that season coming up. I'm sure, that'll be a lot of fun. But uh, what else we got? We got Arca have... Saturday. Well, I do want to say, um, no, nah, I, I, I don't know enough about it. Never mind. Arca is Saturday. We did talk about that already. Uh, oh, is Brittany Zamora racing? Yes, on, uh... and she is yes. racing in a Dude. Sterling marlin chassis from the early 2000s dude i cannot believe that fucking love that i can't believe that like i someone told me that and i'm like what that just peaked i love it nowhere near the same car but like the the specs inside it's like dude it's it's frankenstein's monster i love Mm -hmm. it so much yep so that's really cool i'll be honestly low-key rooting for just because of that chassis so yeah what else we got besides um the Britney Zamora news. So besides that, really, that's about it. I mean, it's a we, quick we, episode. It, it was a pretty quick episode. I know we'll we'll get more into our. I think we should end the episode mm-hmm. with our way too early final four because that's well, always, not yet, not yet. So actually, not I yet. Do okay. that next week because I would like to do it the way we did last year. I really loved uh, how we did that with um the tier system. Okay. And Matthew, we're going to teach you a new thing on the computer. What? We're going to teach you how to make tiers. What's a tier? Oh, one of those. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna boots. make some tiers as to who we think is in the championship. Four, who's they're the already like pre-generated, so you'll be good. Yeah, it's oh, not okay. too difficult. Yeah, it'll yeah. be pretty easy. Just obviously, it's gonna get posted on Twitter, so don't do anything too embarrassing. <gasps> no Everything I do is be embarrassing. Uh, that's yeah. true. You are. You are. Are methy. Oh my goodness! There's a. Uh, what is that? Is that a praying mantis? Is on my window. That's good luck, Ooh. right? Is anyone's nickname the Praying Mantis? Dude, that would be a sick nickname, actually, for, sick for a name. driver. Holy shit. Who should, we, <laughs> who should we give that to? Because, I mean, we've been, I've been trying to get nicknames to stick. Like, Billy Scoots is still William Byron until the end of time. I mean, Chase me. Briscoe, whenever he wins, always prays by the side of the car. So I'd be... Dude, the Praying Mantis. Oh, man. We got to get that going. Chase Briscoe. All right, I, does he out. have a nickname already? No, not really. Briscoe Inferno. Fuck. All right, that's that's oh, okay. <laughs> <sighs> Damn it. <laughs> no, no, really his dad. Good. His dad got that Ryan Briscoe when he tried to go through the fence at Chicagoland. That's not his dad, is it? <laughs> no, Ryan Briscoe is not Chase. Briscoe. I was gonna say I, I was like TIL. <laughs> like, there, I don't think there's any relation there, other no. than none whatsoever. Oh my god. Um. So yeah, <laughs> looking forward to this Daytona 500. I'm. Hopefully, I'll get to go. We'll see. But, yeah, that, this should be a lot of fun. I, 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 what was it? I went 15 years uh, in between going to Daytona, and now I have been to every single Daytona race since that they let fans into uh, <laughs> since J- Justin Haley's win. Yeah. That's ridiculous, man. I've That's been to Daytona sick. too many times now. That's sick. <laughs> but Alrighty. I love it, man. It's like seeing an old ex. It's or an old start- flame. It, like my, my heart's fluttering just thinking about seeing that track again. It's starting to sound like my 90s streak. I went to three Jeff Gordon wins in a row. Oh, my God. Did you do, like, the whole Speed Weeks, though? Yeah. No, we, we oh, used to go shit. to um, the – we'd fly in Wednesday, go to the duels on Thursday, truck race in IROC on Friday, Xfinity Saturday, Cup on Sunday, fly home Monday. Damn. That's actually did that for sick. Did that for, like, five, six years. Uh, last 500 I went to was uh, 2001, so it's been 20 years since I've been to a 500. But, but uh, I wish was... you'd come back. I wish I would too, but you know, yeah. life and stuff. And well, well, we'll we'll see what happens maybe over the summer. I know, I know, we'll figure something out there. But uh, yeah, I guess that's about it, guys. Real quick, uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at LTLN Podcast and Instagram. Kevin's actually been running the Insta. He's just been posting thirst traps on there so far. But so far, so good. Um, we are also going to be um, 
setting up a couple other channels. So we'll get that information for you guys once that's set up. Make sure to follow our partners at stadiumscene.tv. Uh, they are your number one provider for all upcoming new podcasters, video content creators, and bloggers. They've done a great job with podcasts. And actually, since we've been promoted to them, uh, we are now technically a worldwide podcast. I got a DM the other day from a fan in Australia. I'm not even shitting you. He's from Brisbane, I believe. And awesome. he was telling me that he um, that we need to get into V8 Supercars and was saying there's an old ARCA driver, apparently, who does V8 Supercars. And just give me one second to look up his name real quick so I can shout him out but yeah that's really cool so we're technically mr worldwide now can i get a dolly in the chat please dolly nope. <laughs> dolly like this dale. is dale dale is it dolly or dale um so yeah shout out uh tyler for some of the information he gave us he says brody kostecki is racing in v8 supercars and i will actually be watching all the v8 races here, including the start at bathurst i can't wait so yeah, Stadium Scene TV got us fans in Australia. Make sure to check them out. Creator, very, very good people. Um, and if you are already a content creator, make sure to check out their MVP network to get you in uh, tune with more fans from across the globe. So yeah, this is really exciting. Uh, this is, this is damn. We got some really cool things coming up this year. Again, if you didn't know, we're going to be um, at the Raceway hopefully this year. Um, some updates coming with that when they do happen. Yeah, our first ever live show. I hope you guys are ready for that. I'm not. Be fun. <laughs> Matthew, I can't wait for you to, to be seen in public. Great. I'm going to make shirts for all of us. It's going to be great. Can't wait. But until I'm next my time. my helmet and block of <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, I have been Anthony. I have been Kevin. And I've been the cursed one, Matthew. <laughs> See you guys next week. Love you. Bye. Bye.